0: Welcome to the Big Red Rundown. I'm Zane. I'm Drew. And we thought that the right thing to do would be to spend our time wasting yours talking about Nebraska football, basketball, volleyball, baseball, and anything else. that. We're actually going to skip basketball from now on, but we're going to talk about anything else. We don't say that word here unless we're talking about women's basketball. Women's, yes. So Nebraska football, women's basketball volleyball baseball and anything else that involves the university of nebraska it is bound to be the best 30 to 45 minutes of your day hey. we're down we're down a couple guys hey zane yeah yeah merry christmas man hey thanks man yeah. merry christmas to you <laughs> yeah we are
1: down a few it's just it's just us two but we figured let's just you know burn away the the chaff a little bit and let's
0: just get to the good stuff exactly no, yeah. yeah i'm sick and tired of dealing with all the stuff they have That's, to say yeah, I I, every time I, it, you guys can't see it obviously Maybe we'll put some on YouTube in the future, but every time I'm just kind of making the. I'm oh, James. <laughs> the, the since we're in the Christmas season, the, the the what is it? The peanuts, the teacher that sounds. Oh yeah. Like, wah, 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 wah. Wah, wah, wah. That's all it sounds like when James talks to me. I'm I'm dead serious. We're just kidding. We love those guys. Wish they could have been here today, but yeah. And I don't know. It's not really our place to share why they're gone, but. They've got reasons. They've got some kind of reasons, yeah. I guess. Well, they'll they'll let you know, I'm sure, whenever they get back. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a break next week. We'll let you guys know off the bat because we know that probably 89% of you don't listen to the very end of the episode. So yeah. And,
1: and I will say this. We felt like we were justified in that decision, not only because it's Christmas, but yeah, we figured yep. because since the, the men's basketball team has basically taken this entire season off, we feel like we could take a week off we of the podcast. We have the broadcast right, you know? Yeah. So we have thank the right. you, men's basketball team for giving us allowing us the the freedom and the grace and and to, to be able to take a week off for christmas yeah so. we
0: appreciate it genuinely yeah. fred and and the guys and also they, if fred you could boys. stop being horrible that'd be great that, too that, but, that would also help yeah, yeah that would make <laughs> things a little bit easier maybe we would want to come in an extra week so we could talk about how good things are but at <laughs> the moment were like
1: 10 and 2 right now i'd come in yeah I'd i'm gonna about, be out of town i would drive yeah. back and i would know
0: <laughs> if our only losses were to Two, t- two losses i mean we if creighton, we lost to, okay creighton if, creighton and if we lost to creighton and auburn auburn's top yeah, 20 team yeah i'd be, i mean, we, I'd feel happy right. yeah but <laughs> instead we lost to western illinois on a buzzer beater yeah. okay we'll get to basketball <laughs> eventually we'll get to basketball eventually since since we had our podcast episode last week we had national signing day national signing and day. I, I gotta be honest i think nebraska won uh, just, I think if there was a championship trophy for signing day, even though we're <laughs> not the greatest recruiting class by number, by freshman incoming recruits, I think we won simply by the fact that we snagged the coldest Crawford.
1: The coldest Crawford, name of the year. Name of the century uh, of I literally in the history of don't college even, football. I like. Talk about the peanuts. Wah, wah, wah. That's the other names in this class because all I
0: see is the <laughs> I'm going to call them all the coldest. I'm pretty De sure so. Yeah, it's just the coldest recruiting De, yeah. class. I, I got. <laughs> we got to get. We got to get all of them, all of the coldest jokes out of the way because oh, you know that guy. Like, he's a baller had, too. Though. They
1: were. They're like, hey, here's the nil deals. We've got this thing. Like, you just you can make. It. You just you're going to roll it in here. But you will so. be
0: successful wherever you land. Yeah. I remember. I remember in. It was like 2019 or something when he was like a freshman in high school. Yeah. And it was like a big meme. I didn't think it was like actually his name. I thought, like, mm-hmm. okay, that's kind of crazy. But nope, his name is actually DeColdest Crawford. De coldest. And then I don't know what this to ever do it. Like, is that his middle name? De I, coldest to ever do it? Crawford? I haven't. I haven't seen that, but that's that's amazing. <laughs> I've so. seen I've seen some stuff floating around. I don't oh, know. We'll man. have to we'll, we'll, Heisman Trophy winner right Heisman. there, oh, four dude. years in the freshman. Imagine the Heisman Trophy team. announcer having to having to say that, and he on,
1: makes him say his middle name, say the full uh, name, say it,
0: <laughs> Dakota. Say it, or it. Gonna throw this trophy at you. It's so good. What a name, though. And he's a, I mean, a baller too. Yeah. He's a, I mean, a solid kid. He's been committed. I think he's been committed to Mickey Joseph at LSU when he was at LSU for like three years. Yeah. I mean, or at least Mickey's been recruiting him yeah. for, for that. His
1: game film kind of reminds me of like, I, I don't know, it's hard, It's always hard to like, you don't want to put unfair comparisons, but he kind of reminds me of like a Kenny Bell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. re, pre, pretty tall, like, good skinny or good route runner, but and plays hard. Like, he's yeah. pretty aggressive and like, he just looks smooth too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. So he makes it, it look
0: silky, like, yeah,
1: easy. And that's what I always thought about Kenny Bell. And so, um, yeah, he that's just who I, what I, when I've seen like, what I've seen in the game film, that's who he's. Stood yeah. out to me when I was thinking about
0: that He's, but. he's another big body. I think he's yeah. six foot two six six one six one. Yeah so. so I mean he can add a little bit to that frame and he'll be he'll be a good a good solid receiver adding him to a room with the other Receiver recruits that we've got and the transfers that we've got have been great But I think we want to take a little bit of time and we want to break down some of the things that have been going on around the defense all of the news and everything since the season ended has been taught. Has been just consistently a revolving door. Been about the offense. Yeah. Been about coordinators. Been about recruits coming in. Been about quarterback. Been about blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. And we've been kind of neglecting talking about the defense. So I think part of that maybe has come from the fact that our defense overachieved so much this year. Yeah.
1: It was. Just, they did so well, and they're just because of that. It's just like. And because we were, it was such a bad season. Yeah, you know that all of the talks going mainly going to be negative, and mm-hmm. so and there wasn't a whole lot of negative to talk about with the defense. There yeah. just wasn't.
0: Yeah, and so what was uh, the, what was the worst, like the worst defensive performance of the year? Would you say? I think uh, I think arguably the worst performance was Illinois and yeah Illinois and maybe Minnesota maybe yeah I think, I think just because of how poorly we tackled against yeah Minnesota. we did not tackle we had a couple games where tack,
1: tackling <clears> was suspect <throat> but i yeah illinois is probably probably fair. first first game of the year but then there were yeah. other games where it was just like they did we it, just shut the other teams down. exactly our special teams just let them in did it, i mean <laughs> or fumbling and things I, like that I mean, you know um I, I, yeah yeah I, I would agree with that um uh, there were a few games like purdue we gave a lot of just the short little passes and yeah. stuff, but if you look at the overall like numbers of average yards per play, things like that, it was still really good. Yeah, it, they they almost perfected the whole idea of a bend do break mm-hmm. defense. We gave up some yards and movement on the field,
0: but then we would once they crossed that fifty, we we buckled down. Yeah. And, and really, and we got a lot a lot of turnovers again. Our 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 backs played really well. I think Cam Taylor Britt. We got a lot of cams on the team, but Cam Taylor Britt probably I would say proportionally to how he was projected to play before the season. Everybody was saying he could be the best corner in the Big Ten. He yeah. could be off Big Ten first team. He could be an All American. Yeah, I think he pretty under he underachieved. Pretty
1: yeah, he had a few really good games and a few really good plays. But yeah, we we talked about this a little bit in the weeks previous. He just tried to use his athleticism too much, and yeah. he just tried
0: to make the big flashy play instead of that disciplined like team play no, or just making the tackle. I'm, yeah, th- I'm it, thinking of the the run the the run that that Wisconsin freshman oh yeah back had.
1: that when he like was tackled basically yeah. and then also nobody actually tackled him and he took off
0: yeah he had a perfect 50 yards he, he was, that was pretty the much winner. stopped that was the he could oh yeah he he could have definitely made that tackle but he just and he yeah, just didn't he just, just didn't he didn't just kind wrap of, up kind of threw his head down yeah. a little bit tried to tried to hit tried to lay the big hit instead yeah. of just wrapping him up and taking his ankles down yeah. but I, I i think we've we've added w- what we've lost on defense we've added and and some i don't know if we've added the skill and some we've added numbers so i was thinking about in the the recruiting with so we're talking so much offense right
1: Uh, and but if we're really just expecting our defense to keep trending up yeah that's a tall task because i mean we lost a lot on the front the d line i know we have a lot coming back but you Mm -hmm. cannot just replace uh a Damian Daniels Damian Daniels and, and Ben Stilly Ben Stilly uh Deontre Thomas Deontay like Thomas he hasn't said for sure I know, he's but probably he, going to go Yeah there's a few of those I guess that are like it, they've put yeah. tweets out there like saying they're leaving but you just never know yeah. like they yeah. could come back But even still just Stilly and like I don't think we're fully Damian Daniels, he doesn't put up the flashy numbers, but there were games where he just owned that off that that, oh, yeah. that front line. Not like, as he many just sacks, controlled but, it. but no. But he just he shut down the middle of the field a lot when block. you have that massive like uh, yeah. control big dude. people that can control the middle at the nose tackle spot. That makes a big difference. Um, I, so losing those guys, mm-hmm. yes, we have guys coming in, but just the experience, leadership, depth, things like that. Um, The guys like you—you just kind of expect them to make a play when they need to make a play. When you have young, talented guys, which we do, we have a lot of them. Mm -hmm.
0: I just a lot of them.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I just kind of expect sometimes, like, yeah, they're going to make a lot of plays, but you just can't trust them as much in big moments or on a consistent basis. And then also, um, if you look at our our D backs, we're losing three of our starting defensive backs, and so that that's huge too. You can't just. I, n- yeah. I know we've got a lot of depth there. We've recruited really well there. We've got transfers coming in, but you just can't expect. It's not reasonable to expect them to continue to trend up. Uh, I would be really happy if we could break even with where they were at because they were really good this last yeah, year. That but, would be, I mean, yeah,
0: with how well that they played this year, especially with how injured they were throughout the season too. We were out. We were without Deontay Williams for mm-hmm. most of the second half of the season. Yeah. Which is all of the second half of the season. Yeah, really. Definitely. With him and Miles Farmer playing safety, he did really well. for, yeah, I like for how for how young he was filling in. He's a ball we, hawk, man. He just he gets yeah. picks and he's he can hit. He but. does. He I mean he he's he's already as I think he's a. Still technically a COVID freshman mm-hmm. this year was his COVID. He was freshman this year. year. He'll be a sophomore. He'll year. be a sophomore, COVID sophomore next year. So he'll have three more years with the team unless he redshirts for something. He already has multiple double, multiple, multiple interception yeah, games. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And he he knows how to find the ball. He can, I think he's one of our better tackling safeties. Yeah. Deontay and Markel Dismuke, both starting safeties for a while. They were big hitters they love to lay the wood but they 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 couldn't wrap up yeah i know they (laughs) and when you're going against big 10 elusive fast big bodied receivers like olave and smith and jigba from ohio state and those guys like you gotta wrap them up so i like where miles farmer is i think he'll obviously be a starting safety i think um who do we have on the other we had quentin newsome, quentin newsome. who quentin came newsome on other, really starting, strong he started yeah. being just a lockdown guy i think yeah.
1: early in the season i felt people picked on a little bit by the end of the season he was he seemed like our the better of the coverage corners yeah. between, him and, but cam between him and cam for sure yeah, yeah and i mean cam i think cam's gonna do fine in the end he'll, he'll, he'll be, get a coach yeah, that gets him to great. like hone it in we forget that cam taylor Britt never played corner in high school yeah, he, he was, was a quarterback you know just a yeah. stud athlete and yeah. so he just yeah um anyways so looking at the recruiting class mm-hmm. you know i know as far as these recruits it it's a very underwhelming class um you know ranked last in the big 10 um it could change a little bit we'll pro- probably get some more coming in but it's just I, I think it's a good class looking at um, fits of what we need.
0: Yes, that it's was a, what yeah. I wanted to hit on. It,
1: and sure. so I, I feel like they did a really good job with that. Um, as far as, you know, just guys that could come and play right away in spots we need, we we do need people at safety. Um, We've got think, Deshaun Singleton. Yep, yeah, you that know, was
0: who I was thinking. Yeah, 6'3", transfer, 200,
1: like a juco. big guy. He's right. He's the type of guy that Fish loves to have back there. And um, yeah, yeah. I also think that that's you could see some movement of spots of existing play, people on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, there's other guys. I know there's guys they really like on the roster. I know they love Buford, Marcus Buford, and yeah, Marcus Marquis. Mar- Marquise, Marquise. Sorry, it's close. Yeah, yeah, Buford. Like I've heard talks about like like finding. You know, ju- just finding the right spot for each of those to play in those mm-hmm. in those
0: back four. And I think, I don't know, but just looking I mean, at yeah, our recruits. Um, Noah Pola Gates has been back there. Yeah. We, we brought in a couple of safeties. I know technically Jaleel, Jaleel Martin, who Scott, and I've listened to not just Scott, but multiple yeah. people say, a ton of teams came in for him late. Like yeah. under-recruited. He, looks like a stud, through, man. he does look like six thirty-one ninety. He just looks like a dude. This 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 is one of the bigger, like literally bigger physically classes that I can remember. Yeah. Like I mean, with quarterback, Richie Torres is six five, but with our defensive backs, Deshaun Singleton has a six three safety. Jaleel Martin has a six two, six three safety, or like nickelback like Jojo Doman. Yeah. Tommy Hill, six one. Like we're going after those bigger outside guys yeah. that are that are long, that can go up and get the ball. That long and athletic, plays. just seems like what the that's what exactly. Likes. And so, I mean, even with adding um Tyreek Johnson, the yeah. five star And We don't really Ohio know what we State, got with him yet, so he played Early in the season, bit, but then yeah. literally was like never mentioned yeah. again. And he was one of the bigger bring ins that we had last year, uh, along with this year with Tommy Hill, who one we recruited mm-hmm. super heavily when he was a freshman, yep, w- going to be a freshman, but he ended up going to Arizona State back in the portal, still a four star cornerback. We ended up snagging him. I know we talked about that a little bit, yeah. but I think he's, he's he's a big ad for sure. Huge. Pairing him, pairing him on the opposite side with Newsom, I think that's really good. And we got we got a couple of lockdown guys that we can trust. On the outsides, Newsom's proven that Tommy Hill proved that in the Pac-12. He'll probably end up doing doing a lot of that when he comes in. But we have the guys sitting behind them on the on the depth chart already that I think are experienced enough to take over in those positions. Yeah. Safety is going to be an interesting one, though. I think with with Noah Gates and with with Jaleel Martin possibly playing safety, also possibly playing nickel. Isaac Gifford also playing nickel that Jojo we'll call it the Jojo. Dome. yeah. That, like, I feel yeah.
1: like we should just call it that. Like call want, it the for Dolman years, spot. people are going to know it. And the are going to know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean,
1: and I, some other guys talked within that spot is, um, uh, gauge, uh, stinger from uh, Millard South here. Yep, it, yep. There's talks with him kind of filling in that role, but he, I've heard he's actually going to start off even taking snaps at quarterback, given they're yeah. giving him a shot with gonna that, give him a
0: shot. I, guess. Um,
1: I mean, he's was really the best player and, the state of Nebraska overall for mm-hmm. one of the best teams. And so, I mean, I, I love when we pick up guys like that. They're, they're just,
0: they're just, just Nebraska guys. guys. They're just football just guys. Football man. guys. Yeah. yeah. So they can, they can pick it up. They can and play then whatever.
1: going back to just pieces that fit. Um, I, wanted, I think there's a few sleepers in this class. I think mm-hmm. that Mal- Malcolm Hartzog, yes. he's pretty low rated as a three. He's not even that high of a three star. Um, but they were ta- just talking to the coaches. They were, they were going around to other schools and his name just kept popping up everywhere. Like, yeah. oh, you talked
0: about, you checked out Hartzog, right? You know, like, oh, you, yeah, he said he yeah. went to like four or five schools. And he's like, I I never heard of this kid, but yeah. I have to go. Obviously, I have to go. Senior. I think I said something like
1: he had like 11 kickoffs and punt returns for touchdowns yeah like he's just a specialist crazy athletic um you know he's a little undersized compared to what the other people we've looked at but we've done well with those type of guys in the past like the alfonso uh denard's Denard, of the world who's yep. made made it to the nfl you yeah, know very athletic for a long time. just a good a Super yeah um but we need we need uh Punt returners, kick returners, man. Oh, we need yeah. people that just like not just like they're good, they're
0: athletic. So put them back there, but they love it, they feel comfortable with it, and they feel like we found one. With that's him. what they can do. Yeah, with Hartzog, and I think also with Emmett Johnson. Emmett Johnson, we, I heard he was another one. That's yeah. He he committed, ended up committing last week. The Minnesota football football man of Minnesota, whatever it was called, the Minnesota football player of, this, yeah. of the year or whatever. Mr. Football Mr. Football Mr. is. Mr. Football, I find, I'm just going to keep talking. You know, it's like the Michael Scott. I'm just going to keep yep. talking. I don't know what I'm going to say <laughs> next. I'm re- I'm eventually going to get to the point that yep. I wanted to make. Mr. Football in Minnesota, Emmett Johnson committed to Nebraska. I think that was why if you're if you were following recruiting and you saw Ashton Hayes from Las Vegas decommit. I think that was the coaches saying, "Hey, we're going to go ahead and not ask you to come it's to absolutely. Nebraska." because we think that this guy that we're bringing in who is a lower recruit than you is probably going to be better and make make more of an impact.
1: And anytime you can take a guy out of a state of Minnesota instead of him landing in Minnesota and having to play him for four or five years, you know, like that's always a good thing. And
0: he looks like a dude. I was listening to the radio and every comparison that I heard People who obviously spend a lot more time around the program than me said he looks almost identical to Amir Abdullah. Yeah. And build and how he hits that second level. And he also can, a he's three just star. Also a three star. Yeah. yeah. Just shifty, who also scored a touchdown on Sunday. Congratulations, guys, uh, Mr. Amir. I miss Amir. I miss Amir so much. That run against Southern Miss, man. Yep.
1: Oh. And then, you know, going going back to the defense real quick, we didn't even talk about the top recruit in the class and Jaden gold. gold. Yeah, mean, yeah. That he's, was he's six to to uh, a pretty, pretty high four star. Yeah. He's, um, out of New Jersey, number two, tons of tons of offers player in the state for that position. And came, just, came down
0: to Nebraska and Penn state. Yeah. One of the better players in the state of literally the best player in the state of New Jersey, one of the best cornerbacks in his class and yep. committed to Nebraska was committed to USC, but he could, he could obviously come in and make an immediate impact as a freshman yep. um i think he had he, he's he looks he reminds me more in stature of lamar jackson yeah who we had for a while just long can make plays on the ball is a good wrap-up tackler also i think special he, teams i heard also he's a special, special teams, teams guy. guy too yep so I, I think our defensive recruits are are absolutely phenomenal i yeah. think we did i think we did really well getting the guys that we needed to fill in those yeah. spaces and we haven't even talked about ernest houseman from nebraska too yeah. who's well, I, I Columns, think one of the bigger sleepers. In oh, the man. I, I think he's a guy like people are going to...
1: I think he's going to be kind of like um, a re, um, rhymer. Like, when yeah, he gets out yeah. there, like, who the heck is this guy?
0: Just like, gets to
1: the ball. Yeah. yeah like, Like yeah. why was this guy not recruited more? You yep. know? Like, I think he's going to be one of those guys just, just a ball he hawk. plays just, for Columbus. It, it's exactly <laughs> it. And so I think he's just going to be one of those guys that he's just going to be a, a
0: huge surprise. Small-town Nebraska boy. Yeah.
1: You know, it's funny. Like, our defense... Was
0: the better part of our team, but we've definitely went defensive heavy in this class. Yep um, it, And and one thing I want to make sure we hit on with the recruiting class I see I can't stand seeing non-stop every article since signing day was um, Nebraska's recruiting class is so low. Is it is it a sign of terrible things in the future? Yes, we signed we total we have how many 14 commits, now. 14 and commits. Two transfers 14 commits and two transfers that are being registered as recruits mm-hmm. for this year we also brought in four specialists that were all scholarship players yep. we have a freshman one of the best freshman kickers in the country the best fcs punter in the in the country last year one of the best fcs kickers and punters his backup like we have enough of those guys coming in plus we have multiple wide receiver transfers that are coming in and we're still going after more guys
1: yeah, I know Cal- I think we'll end up with between transfers I the number I've heard on a couple different recruiting sites between obviously we have the 14 mm-hmm. recruits so 13 plus the one Juco right yeah but then with transfers it's probably going to end up around 2021 with just the, the tra- class trans- uh, that's a good class yeah guys we haven't even talked about because we don't know yet who yeah. our quarterbacks gonna be exactly yeah Um. obviously Richard Torres I'm actually really high on him I think he he was one of those guys i was like how does this fit mm-hmm. the room right now with yeah. with the offensive that they were running before because he's much more of a slit, like the guy's got a cannon for an um, arm underrated yeah. arm like i was just watching Plus, some of his film just uh, just an arm he's he's mobile but that's not his game yeah. necessarily yeah and so i feel like with the he's what out of all these like changes on offense he's the guy i feel like benefits the most from that mm-hmm if he could just stay healthy
0: and get come back from his injury and whatnot, I think, which he's already looking like he, he is coming back from that, but adding him to a room and, and we, we do hear a lot. And I, I know we've been feeding into it kind of as a joke with the quarterback thing with Spencer Rattler and blah, 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 blah. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> You're welcome. But <laughs> but we've been feeding into that a little bit, but who's to say we actually need to bring in a quarterback? Yeah. I know they're still searching and we it will not hurt to bring in a veteran quarterback. There's a whole can...
1: new wave of them that are gonna be coming out after the bowl games. Yep. too. Like people are like just think we know what the pool of quarterbacks well, it's is. It's been like two a week for yeah, the past it, it, month. It's gonna be a whole lot more after the bowl season, I guarantee it. There's yeah. yeah. I don't think we're gonna know for a while, and my bet my guess is our quarterback that we will take in this class will be a one that is currently playing in a bowl game that like hasn't yet played. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, that's kind of what I feel. We'll, I feel. we'll see. It's been, cra- it's honestly blown my mind. How many like high level starting quarterbacks have, well, it's y- crazy. they find themselves in weird positions. Cam Ward is a different one where he's overly talented to be playing at incarnate ward, the number one quarterback in transfer right now. But, like he didn't did he, have a ton of did offers. Did he choose where say where he was going? He hasn't chosen yet. Yeah. He said he might choose in November, but we know Nebraska is kind of looking at Keaton Slovis a little bit. They're they're still Slovis. Looking at, I
1: heard there was rumors of him going
0: to Pitt. Too, yeah, Pitt, which Pitt, Arizona, Cal, and Nebraska. His, I guess his girlfriend with. goes to Pitt, and like they're, they're yeah. pretty going after him pretty hard there. And but, I mean but, Texas a And quarterback, two LSU quarterbacks, Miles Brennan ended up going back going to LSU. Dylan Gabriel, Spencer Rattler. It's like. Can't, uh, Casey Thompson from Bo Nix going to Oregon. Bo Nicks going to Oregon. It's like Michael Penix Jr. from Indiana. It's like these have all been like yeah. good quarterbacks yeah. that are just like, I just want to go somewhere else. Yeah, I sure. want to transfer. So I'm sure we will end up with somebody in from the transfer portal. Um, I think uh, Damon Benning hits, hits the nail on the head every time he talks about it. I'm not concerned with who as much as I am concerned with how. how? I'm not concerned... With the biggest name, the former five star, the guy that had a good year in college, Keaton Slovis. So you know, those guys that like everybody knows their name. I'm not concerned with getting those guys and making sure those guys come in. I'm concerned with how they come in and how they're going to fit the team when they come in. Are they going to be the guy that comes in immediately assuming that they're all immediately assuming that they're the uh, that they're the starting quarterback? Or are they going to come in and want to fight and want to have the competition and want to be the starting quarterback? through that avenue and yeah, i think I, I think that's obviously more important so there's tons of them out there i don't know who they're talking to and what they're going after but i trust obviously scott and and Mark Whipple, who have both said we're looking at him, we're talking to him. I've made a bunch of calls, so we'll we'll see how that all plays out. But I honestly, I think I might be most excited to see Heinrich Harburg fit this system. I agree, man. Like, Dude's got an absolute bazooka. Yeah, arm he on does. Him. I, he's just one of those guys we're not really talking
1: about either. It just like I just it'll be interesting <laughs> to just see, like. It wouldn't be. I would not be surprised if we bring in a transfer quarterback. And I think we should. I think we should. We need mm-hmm. some depth. We're just low in that room.
0: Yeah, two and two two scholarship guys is not. Yeah, problem, no yeah.
1: Problem. We just need another, at least another veteran presence in there. But then it's watching one of these younger guys just yeah. to show that they can actually do it. Okay, so looking at the class, yeah. if you had to pick like one sleeper. Uh, who who do you think it would be? Offense, defense, it doesn't matter. If you just um, had to put put uh, buy stock on one, that's p- probably the stock might be is a little low right now, just being an incoming recruit on a not highly recruited class or
0: ranked class. I think the biggest sleeper from from what I've heard uh, from from what I've heard and how people have talked about them, and compared to what we have on our team already. Hopefully, that makes a little sense to you guys. Uh, Chase Androff, the tight end yeah. from Minnesota. We don't I mean six 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 six, six, two, six two thirty. That is a big boy. It's a big kid, man. And didn't didn't hardly play this year. Is uh, he hurt? I don't think he was a little hurt, but also I think there was a bunch of stuff going on with their school. Mm. Is taking his basketball season off to work on getting bigger and stronger before wow. he comes into Nebraska. And he comes into a room that already has Travis Volkolek, Thomas Fedoni, James Carney, uh the uh um the guy we got last year oh man we got chancellor brewington in there we got chris hickman who's who was oh, yeah. like we got a bunch of guys that yeah. have already contributed and that are already good yeah and fedoni Beck- could make a huge jump this year and to have that team. many tight ends on a team and to consider like no we're going like we're going after Well, this th- kid.
1: that's what they said they're like we've got a full room and
0: so for us to actually take a tight end this year that tells you how what we think of this kid and and, like- and yeah and sean becton was just nothing but nothing but praise for this kid. And I also
1: think another opportunity to take a player out of Minnesota that would not go to another Big 10 team mm-hmm. and you know that maybe we did not need him but he's good enough and we see they see enough of potential in him and they really don't want him on another roster. Exactly. Like there's some gameplay that goes on with that. You know what Dude. I mean? Like I, and I, sounds like he's just a
0: high character
1: football guy mm-hmm. the type of guy that they want on their team too i yeah. think
0: he could come in put a bit of weight on and he could immediately make an impact being like he'll probably won't play as much this year with fedoni uh more, i say this year as in 2022 with Volklek being the guy he's going to be he's going to make his shot for the nfl i think pairing chase androff with james carney and thomas fedoni moving forward and we have a pierce uh the kid next year we have our our 2023 recruit next year oh yeah, uh, yeah. From
1: um, small town Nebraska. Yeah. Um, he's
0: he's already committed. Like he's already one of the top three hundred players in the country too, I'm pretty sure. So we got a ton of talent coming in at tight end, but I think for this class for how underwhelmed i was when he committed thinking i don't know like you know for for how sean beckton talked about him how scott frost talked about him how encouraging it was to hear like we don't need a tight end but we we need this kid yeah i was i was excited to add yeah. him and i benjamin, think big, uh,
1: Bromer. benjamin uh benjamin brahmer yeah from pierce, from pierce Nebraska. Nebraska. six
0: five one eighty five he's listed as a wide receiver but he's probably gonna be a probably tight gonna end play tight end yeah, yeah. but how, what, what about for you drew yeah. all, all of the people in the class number yeah. one sleeper uh,
1: just looking through it man the I could go a lot of ways with this, yeah. but I think if I'm just gonna pick one, um, from from what I've heard from recruiting guys and just what he looks like, I, I think I'm gonna go with Victor Jones, junior oh, yeah. wide receiver out of Dude. Orlando, 6'2", 184 speed. Yeah, they said like he has elite speed to him, and when you can put elite speed with that size, and I mean he comes from big time football down in Florida. Oh yeah, um, I think I think I'm gonna pick him for a couple of reasons. One, I think just what we're going to be able to do, you know, what um, what Mickey Joseph can do with him. I also think that that's an important get to keep building pipelines down in Florida to get mm-hmm. some more players out of Florida. So like, just there's layers to that, right? It's not yeah. just not just the fact that. Yeah, I think he's going to be a great player but also just that pipeline um connection down there. I he think it could also big. be
0: it could also make a big impact on kick returns. Kick returns. Kick returns, returns.
1: That was the another thing, looking at this class. Like we mentioned this just peace players. Just think about this. What who do you want on like kickoffs and kick returns? Well, you want big fast guys that can tackle. Yeah. Cornerbacks. Look at this. 62190. Yeah. 63190. 205 for a, a linebacker. Um uh let's see keep going six three two hundred six or five ten one seventy five for a return guy like we got a lot of guys i think that they were like hey man we're going to get big, fast tackling guys that we can put on special teams to, for coverage too, mm-hmm. just to go down and make tackles. Like I think that would into end up play with this. With, oh yeah. Th- with looking at these guys as well. But one so.
0: thing, one thing my dad has always told me and dad, if you're listening to this, thank you because it's changed my perspective on football. You can't teach speed. If yeah. someone's fast, yeah. they're going to be fast. They're going to, they're going to they're they're know how to be fast when they weigh 20 pounds more. Yep. They're going to be just as fast. If not yeah. faster, we've all met those guys. Yeah. man. we, they're, they're just fast yeah. people. So if you can get fast guys who are, are also already pretty big and then get them a little bit bigger it's going to make is a it, big impact is it
1: the yankees that have that guy that he he races people in the outfield um oh yeah the freeze dude that- yeah and he's He's a large uh, man. He's a big boy, yeah. He, and he just like messes with people and then he just takes well, off. Well, he waits be- like, yeah, if you
0: haven't seen it, it's like Mr. Is Freeze it, or yeah, something is it like that. The Yankees? No, it, I, no it's I like the Braves I, Braves, Braves, I think. Braves, yeah, I can't remember, but they, yeah, yeah, they run the they run the curve of the outfield starting yeah. at the foul line yeah. and he lets them get almost halfway, halfway through and then he leaves. And if they beat him, he gets like, they get like something, but oh, he yeah. wins every single time. I, I remember we yeah. had just played football,
1: you know, that we had some. We had kids on our you know on our team yeah like they were just some of our big linemen like once p- particularly he's yeah. not gonna be listening to this but his name was andrew reif Schneider.
0: and like that guy it's a football name
1: it, it it was crazy like i didn't know understand how he moved so fast yeah, he was dude. so big and like what's going it, just on, was, it was
0: just crazy so it's just what's going yeah. on my dad tells me a story his youth pastor in texas who played offensive lineman for um bowling green and he was like, my dad said he was like 3'15". and he ran like a four seven forty. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a meat truck, yeah. dude. What's your that forty times, Zane? Uh, I ran a my fastest forty yard time. I was a freshman. I was trying out for the varsity football team. I got scared, didn't want to play. But I we did forties, and it was like four nine. Yeah, four I, eight. I broke five one time. Like yeah. my, I think a junior. I was, I was like four I was nine freshman. five or something like that. I was like yes. Yeah, I was. I was a freshman. <laughs> I had never done anything like it. I was wearing shoes that were too big. I probably could, you know, if I went outside right now, I'd probably run like a 4.4 or something like that. probably probably yeah just yeah. frost if you're listening just let me know man all right, I can, so I can so far from this podcast
1: we it. have to clock zane's 40 time and uh, see if he can actually punt the ball fifty oh, yards. hey man time, i'm so. telling <laughs> you
0: i'm telling you i'm telling you if you if you're maybe, nebraska recruiting stuff he's got years of eligibility I left coming like you,
1: he's he's your all-purpose He's your I cordell stewart years. right here man he can, and, and he can i punt, have a throw run. and i have a
0: successful <laughs> podcast that can bring you all they can bring the nil money in you know but That's one thing I think we could maybe talk. We talked a little bit about NIL and one, if I was punting for Nebraska, I would make millions. So we'll leave it at that. Millions. Millions, but NIL struggles. We've, we've talked a lot about in the past, how Nebraska is a going to be, or is already a quote NIL powerhouse where the brand, the Nebraska football brand is already so well known across the country that, and we've seen this, that when players come in, they're just famous but by every standard of the word famous. And because of that, they can immediately have an impact to make money like right away. And that by a byproduct of that immediately will be players want to just come play for Nebraska because of that. Yet NIL has been a thing for a little while already. People are already making money and our recruiting classes by, by standard of people last coming in, in the big, Ten last in the big 10. And I know we just talked about this earlier in the podcast well, broadly speaking yes it's a it's a lacking class but um why aren't we seeing five-star guys want to come to nebraska just to make money like yeah just to make money it doesn't seem like the two are adding up yet yeah. or if they ever will add up you yeah. know
1: yeah can can we say this is i don't think it's a big enough of a sample size to know but in the year that it's a it's been a full calendar season basically now with this and the fact that once it's in play here we're sitting with the last ranked big class like that yeah so I'm just wondering is it an actual struggle Um, do you think this is something we're we are struggling to get on board with or um, is there more to it I I do know this there is way more going on with it Mm -hmm. than than we know I I know like I've heard there's at least six players on the team that are making at least six figures (laughs) Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know who they are, but I that that was reported like that oh, from some inside word. people like with that. So we have six players on the team making six figures. Um, Dude, there's, I know there's been some of these um, players that have gotten like house it fully furnished houses that like that they can wow. stay in things like that on our team and th- things like that. And so I think what NAL has kind of become and what it is becoming or already has um, it's, it's pretty much an opportunity for boosters to do legal things that they probably were doing all along. It just gives yeah. it's boosters are coming up together, pooling their money and they're like, okay, oh, hey, you want to sign this football? cool. Here's $50,000 for <laughs> oh, it. Right. You know, like it, it, because <laughs> yeah. you have to do something for the yeah. money. Um, but it, there's literally no, like it's, it's whatever the heck you want them to do. Hey, come mow my yard. Mm-hmm. Right, there's no market value. Like, yeah. it, like that's the thing in most things you could say, okay, it has to be a part of the market value. There's no market value right now for, 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 for any of this. Like it's basic, the market value is whatever the people want to pay. And exactly. so the boosters yeah. are just coming together and, it's not even like there's a little bit of the advertisement stuff going on, like, hey, come tweet this for DoorDash, things like that. And for that they're getting like I I've heard it's like in the hundreds of dollars just yeah. to say hey, tweet this out, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where the money is is these these, you know, boosters coming together pulling this money for these, you know, whatever it's it's gonna end up being. And so like
0: Yeah, it's it's so it's nothing nothing has changed my mind on NAL from whenever the legislation passed in Congress three years ago. I still think that it's, it's a facade by saying that it's best for the players that, that they're earning money based on whatever, blah, 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 blah. It's best for everybody. I don't think that's, I don't still don't think that's true. And I think if, if it's at that point, genuinely, which it probably is where boosters are literally just pooling money together to get, players to come play and to do things to earn money uh, to keep keep maybe keep them happy as a way of saying it to stay at their school if they're talented enough adrian was probably one of those guys that was making a bunch of money oh probably he's probably gonna make just as much money at kansas state yeah. but but what what i think is 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 weird is we keep saying that it's best for the players but the it comes ultimately it comes down to how much and how you value money yep. in, in life in general if if we're saying that it benefits the the student athletes, but the only way it benefits them is financially. I don't know how much of a benefit that is if, yeah. it, if that's all you're looking at. If they have p- people around them that are helping balance money and are helping them navigate that and are helping them get opportunities and doing that, which most of them probably are, I think that that's fine in and of itself. But I think right now the way I'm seeing it too is – these brands, like I'm thinking of Wandale in Kentucky and the guy in o- the basketball player for Oklahoma State who are just mm-hmm. gifted gifted cars um, so that, that has the brand on the car that when they're driving around, people know this person is driving yep. this car. It's, it's only best for the companies. Yeah who's who have the biggest name in campus driving their thing for it's, sure it's not i mean yeah, it's nice to have a nice car sure. but you're walking around campus 90 percent of the time you don't really yeah. need a eighty thousand dollar camaro you know it's only best for those companies and which is it's just and a, how it's good a is weird, it actually you know <laughs> yeah and how genuinely in the grand scheme of everything how good is is that did we see a massive decline in offensive performance this year because Everybody was con- more concerned about filming videos and mm-hmm. getting Gillette ads and stuff. You know, I- I'm not saying that that's why, but how much of it is? You know, yep. There's no way to measure. There's no yeah. way to know. The one cool thing, I I, I don't want to
1: give any props to Texas. I hate doing this. But did you hear what their line their linemen do or their offensive linemen? I think uh-huh. it's just offensive line. There was a deal struck with NIL that their each of their offensive linemen, if you were on the O line, yeah. you get fifty thousand dollars yearly wow. to donate to a charitable cause
0: interesting yeah and so
1: i was just trying to look up the details on it um so yeah it's it's called the pancake factory program um but anyways, yeah, it's they're talking. They want to expand it beyond just the mm-hmm. lineman. But I thought, okay, I was like, okay, there's something kind of cool. Yeah. Right. And, and JoJo did probably that. getting some kickoff on yeah, the side yeah, with it. But yeah. like I, I saw, I saw that and I was like, okay, there's something that I, this that could be used for good here mm-hmm. that like, it's like, it gets their name out there. That's very good P, public or publicity PR. That's going to probably give them more deals in the future. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. look at this guy. He's giving 50 grand a year to this. The, you know what I mean? Like yep. I could see that like. There's a win with that, but yeah, I don't know. I I think overall there's, there's more going on with Nebraska in it than we know. Like I I don't think we're falling behind just because it's not advertised. What's out there. Like I said, it's, I think there's going to be plenty of those opportunities. And here's the thing. If we start winning games, it's yeah. going to make all the difference in the world. Winning
0: games changes everything. It
1: changes everything. Changes There's everything. people are going to throw money at these players for this and that They'll if make we're more starting. No oh man. You make way just, more money if you're yeah. winning.
0: If that's exactly. all you're concerned about is making money, you'll make way more money if <laughs> yeah. you win. Yep, yeah, for sure. So I I think ultimately um the math problem of nebraska's brand plus nil equals better players coming in is yeah. not not adding up and yeah. i don't know uh yet, what what yet, yet. yet. Uh, i think at i think winning will, will except will for the coldest that. crawford that guy he oh he's gonna make man he, he thinking about like zestos oh dude the zestos ice cream is gonna runs be all up runs with runs up. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, it's the coldest tuesday of the yeah, year come exactly. get your runs a baby yeah. seven cents when yeah. does that start in January, uh, January, February, yeah, January. Yeah. Can't Stop wait, baby, here, man. Oh, it's going to be the best. But um, that's that's a lot of football talk. Let's talk about some things that aren't so fun. Nebraska basketball is terrible. All oh, right. Let's guys. talk about let's talk about volleyball. Lost the national championship. All right. Let's talk about women's basketball. <laughs> I know it's been a week, man. Guys, the men's basketball team is so bad Oh, there. Yeah, it's hard to watch. It's yeah.
1: so Bad. It's painful this last game that they were playing K-State. We started off strong. The offense was moving We were making shots at one point. We were five for ten from three pointers and I think we missed the next 17 18 18 18.
0: We went over 18 over 18
1: after that (laughs) (laughs) run guys like (laughs) Zane and I play we we play uh, in a like weekly with a group of people over lunch (laughs) and Like I know you can't compare
0: it, but I guarantee we are shooting way better than Oh, that. dude, I, 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 the guys who play basketball with us, if you're listening to this, you know, I, I shoot threes and I don't make often, but I couldn't make more than if I shot 28 threes, I could make more than five. Oh, you would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I was a wrestler. I'm not a basketball player. I enjoy playing. It's fun, but like I could make more than that too. I'm fairly confident it, or at it, least right
0: at that mark. I know it's, not, I don't have D one athletes in my face and moving the ball around tire and tired. I get it, but dude, I, i saw the stat it was in the first 11 minutes we scored 25 points yeah first we're, 11 it minutes, looked great man and we were up i think we were up defense 10.
1: was playing hard
0: we were yeah we were going after balls rebounds we were getting steals we were making shots it was great Kase looked awesome yeah um and then from the point where we were up 25 to 15 with 11 minutes in the game we scored 33 total points for the whole game
1: I the d- whole game i do i just Is that K-State making adjustments? Probably some,
0: but Uh, maybe you have to give them a little credit. Maybe. But they went over 18 after (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) dude, it's It's so bad. And they were, they were like, they were, we'll give Nebraska a little bit of credit. At least they were missing bad shots because none of the 18 three-pointers that they shot after that looked good at all. They were all contested. They were all... They were all off of terrible screens, off of awful passes. They were all doing way too much with the ball before you shot it. There were never enough open spaces. It was never a drive-in kick. It was never an offensive rebound kick out on a corner. It was always the worst possible shot you could take. It it was so bad. It was... Oh, man, I just...
1: The, and at the beginning of the game, they they were moving the ball pretty well. Yeah. I know they, there was talks about him putting a new offensive system in, kind of like he was calling more plays. And I felt like that happened for 11 yeah. minutes. They and were then running like, off-ball screens. And then did they... I just... I don't... How do you only do it for 11 minutes and just, like, not do it for the rest? Or just... I don't know if they were tired, if they yeah. just... If it will get better the more time they start running this. I don't know, guys. Like, I, I'm not even kidding when I say, like
0: getting into big 10 play. We, we, we might not win a game. Or we might not win another game all year. We play Kennesaw state and that is everything, but a win already. Yeah. Like it, oh. that's our last opportunity to go in and really like actually play. State well is not a good team. No, like, they're not. They're not phenomenal. They're, it, they had a hard no. game against, uh, they had a hard game against UNO and UNO is not good. Uh, well, but they're good for their, they're good divisions. for the summit yeah, league. They, you they know, almost made the tournament. Last they, year. they, they lost like eight games in a row or something. Yeah, nine games in a row. They and they, lost they played Kansas state yeah. better than we did. So, yeah. Yeah. Nebraska's on what seven game losing streak now. It feels six, like six, It feels six like game, so much more than that. Six six game losing streak. I saw a a, a disappointed disgruntled fan. We'll say disgruntled. I just want to say disgruntled. So disgruntled fan on Twitter who um, posted a picture from his his seats in Pinnacle Bank and said, "My family's had." season tickets for 35 years we come and we we watch the layup lines we get food we hang out before the game we watch people take take their time we've always we've always enjoyed doing that and today i watched nebraska miss 17 layups in in the layup line warm-ups just trying to act cool just trying to do the between the legs behind the back spinning jumping things 17 missed layups in warm-ups how is fred allowing that to happen i you know? don't like, know I I can,
1: just, that guy that's I mean, that well respected and has the coaching
0: pedigree that he has. Like, I just don't understand how a team can be this bad. Here's this undisciplined. I don't get it. Here's another thing too, that they were talking about on the radio yesterday, which we could spend more time talking about in the future, but what is Fred? What is Fred even good at? You know, like yeah. other than other than like his other than his history of being a good coach at, and wins at Iowa State, which could could argue I didn't pay any attention yeah. to. Him, could could be an argument for good coaching. Went to the it, NBA and slowly declined throughout history, and then took a year or two off. True. Came into Nebraska, and what what have we seen that he is a good coach at? He's not a good defensive coach. Nope. He kind of isn't a great offensive coach. If we were looking at the if we're looking at the offense this He's year, good too much freedom. Yes. Yes, but so is Matt Abdomasi and yeah. Doc Sadler and the other guys on the, you know, like, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think, know. I think he gets fired. I just don't see I, how I don't see it. how you can, yeah, yeah I don't see I, how you can keep him. If, if it continues this way, if we get into Big Ten play and we win two or three games and we're competitive and we're, we get Trey back in January and Wilhelm comes back yeah. and we're, we're playing a little bit better. We we're looking a little better in transition defense. We make a couple more shots, you know, like maybe, but Man, I think it's just a sign of the future to come that it's just going to continue trending I, downward. Until I've always liked explodes. watching
1: Nebraska basketball because they've they haven't always had the best players, but yeah. they just always, they always played play hard. They
0: always played so hard, yeah. man,
1: and like they just they made games interesting. And then we would be really would good compete. at home, and yeah. you know,
0: the home games were always a cool environment. I I literally hate watching them right now. Like it's so frustrating. I,
1: I do because I'm a fan, and like yeah. I'm just I just it's. It's bad. Like, those first 11 minutes, I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. More than making the shots, like, they were playing hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, okay, this is what we need. And then it just – it was yeah. so undisciplined. I'm like, these guys have zero identity. Mm-hmm. They do have no team chemistry. It's mm-hmm. just – it just looked like a hot mess. And yeah. what, I was like, Fred, what are you even doing on the sideline there? Yeah. It's just uh,
0: – What's going on throughout the week to where this is I a continual – continual All right,
1: win. we're going to move on because yeah. that just makes me – makes me sad yeah so let, hey, let's talk about uh nebraska volleyball yeah man runners runners up, runners up. So, close so close to winning so the natty guy i uh, if you guys watched the game we went we went to five sets um, wisconsin pulled away early in the fifth set and we just too much to overcome we owned them the first set the second set we were owning them we had four set point opportunities to to, beat, to put them down. They would have been down 2-0. We would have been up 2-0. There's no there's way. No there, there's no the way. There's no way. As good as we were playing. Yeah. That they would have beat, would have beat, come beat back us back the next three. It, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I knew it. I was watching that. And I knew at that second set, I was like, we have to put them away here. We have to. And then I watched them slowly come back. And it was like 31-29 at the end of it. Mm-hmm. It just kept going. I was like, we're losing. Yeah. I just knew that, that there was just such a huge momentum shift there that happened. That losing that deep into a second set like that against a... I watched Wisconsin multiple times this year. They are one of the best volleyball team, college volleyball, volleyball teams I've ever watched. Like, they're that dominant. Yep. And so, for the fact that we were even in that, like, the rest is good. They're scrappy. Their defense is amazing. Um, um, uh, K- Kathy was playing out of her mind. We were just playing great. Uh, but, yeah. like, Wisconsin is just, I mean, when you have a six eight and a six nine. Person up front we uh, I mean, physically how we you can't overcome it get past the net yeah like
0: yeah. oh man like they're, they're gonna be good for a while oh there. yeah and they're young yeah i mean i i respect i, I can at least respect wisconsin women's volleyball yeah sure
1: first <laughs> I, national championship for them too yeah. shout out good props yeah. there you know what
0: I, get, yep i mean they looked phenomenal i didn't i wasn't able to watch all of the game as it was going on i was following highlights i had to be up super early the next morning and the, the volleyball games one they need to figure out how to get those on a better time slot in the days. You can't finish a bat, a volleyball game past midnight central time. It's crazy. If you want, I mean, there was 18,000 people in attendance, biggest, yeah. biggest attended volleyball game in history. Yeah. And the most watched on television volleyball game in history. That's as amazing. Well. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Nebraska, Wisconsin was the biggest, was the earliest, was the most t- watched televised game in volleyball history earlier in the season. Yeah. And then this was, this beat it. So that's amazing. It's incredible because man, they have a big fan base too. And it's, yeah. yeah. And it's growing, it's continuing to grow. But I, I, one thing that I wanted to touch on, which I, I, the The assistant coach Tyler Hildebrandt, left to go to Long Beach State, his yep. alma mater. He, who they've good been struggling, him, yeah, they've been struggling for a long time. But the biggest thing around that was that he was rumored and kind of talked about to be the the replacement for John Cook whenever John Cook decides mm-hmm. to still could be. Yeah, he, I mean, he still could be if he goes to Long Beach State, wins national, wins a Natty, beats Nebraska in the Natty. John Cook retires, says, "Great job, Tyler. Come take over for me." You know, mm-hmm. here's the hat, tip of the cap. Come take over and win a national championship and Nebraska now. No, we'll see. But that was that was one thing. I was kind of like, oh wow. Well, good for him at Long Beach State. Hopefully, he can turn that program around. They've been struggling for a while. But um, the the women, the, oh, the what, what? I'm not the volleyball expert. The back row, are, that's technically like the the standard defense, right? The libero yeah, was, is like passing and libero is like.
1: I mean, they're usually you're just defensive uh minded yeah like they're very that's like rodriguez that girl we have like freshman year yeah freshman of the year uh all american like as a freshman libero like all of those things together just don't happen no and so like liberos don't get that like uh, very i mean because libero is a fairly new position Uh let alone a freshman so she's a stud and it's not only like we're like people usually they were avoiding um serving to her for Mm -hmm. the most part teams that went right at her just paid for it yeah like i think it was texas tried Pitt tried and we just I'm pit, guys. I we destroyed pit, by Smashed the way. Them. Smashed, Smashed them. Smashed Texas. They were too. a great team. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's not only being able to return the serve, but how well she sets it up for mm-hmm. a, a set kill combo like she's just she's amazing
0: yeah Yeah. i'm super excited to watch them for the years to come john cook had one of the best recruiting one the best recruiting class in the nation one of the best recruiting classes in nebraska's history and he's bringing in more next year there's one girl who's recruited who was a top 10 overall recruit in both basketball and volleyball and she's playing nebraska (laughs) she's playing volleyball and basketball for nebraska when she comes in that's insane that's unbelievable that's that's crazy where's she from i think she's from arizona okay yeah i believe i could be wrong maybe she's listening to this who knows maybe so she's this, number is, one this is next year's
1: class you're talking next about? year's class oh, i didn't yeah. even i didn't hear about
0: that that's cool she's technically a higher rated recruit one of the like top five in volleyball and top 10 in basketball but she's uh, th- the point is she's an unbelievable athlete and she's coming to nebraska next year paired with how young and how impressive the team was this year i think next year is just obviously a recipe for success we'll see how the season plays out but i'm i'm pumped Ending the season as as sour as it is losing, um, losing in the national championship is a little bit sweeter than losing, you know, in the, the elite eight or the sweet sixteen. So good for the volleyball team. Super proud of those guys. Also super proud of uh, the, the the basketball team, the women's basketball team, who are still. Like, at first, I was thinking, okay, they've won a lot of games. Maybe it's just because they're not playing the greatest teams. They are still undefeated and mm-hmm. still look phenomenal. Not ranked mm-hmm. yet. It's still crazy.
1: I don't I it's, know. It's
0: disrespectful. Disrespectful beat be and 11-0 yeah. and not ranked. I don't get it. But they're still doing phenomenal as well. They have some, man, they have some girls on that team that just push people around they do whatever they want and they are good man they are not they're not beating bad teams and that's it they're like competing well they're playing smooth they're making shots they're they're playing team basketball maybe maybe they need to scrimmage the men you know see how that plays (laughs) out Uh, mm. i would not be surprised if they won dude yeah
1: and and they beat they beat some good teams yeah uh, some decent teams at least and they've Really beat the bad, like teams yeah. that they should just smoke. They do, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're winning by wide margins to against a, a lot of teams. Like, we played yeah. North Carolina Central earlier in the year, we beat them 113 to 58. And oh. yeah, for women's basketball to score that, you don't see that often. But then before that, Prairie View AM it was 102 to 47, Golly. like doubling their scores, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, 108 to 50 against Maine. Yeah. Um, like, there were some high scoring games. Like, we and they play good defense, they're scrappy, yeah. We'll see what happens when they get into big 10 play coming up. I mean, uh, we've got, um, they've got Wyoming coming up um, tomorrow. And then after that, they, on my, on my birthday on the 30th, they go Michigan state. There's just a bunch of big 10, big 10 games coming up. So yeah, I don't. I thought for sure if once they hit eleven and zero, they'd be they'd be ranked.
0: But no, nope, not so. We'll see. You got to all you can, all you can do is keep winning, keep yep. beating the teams in front of you, and the rest will play out. That's yep. all you can worry about. So, uh, one more piece of news: the Nebraska football team announced that the spring game oh, yeah. um, is April 9th. 9th. So we got to sell that thing out. We'd love to to make it all down there and hang out with you guys if you're if you're in attendance and you listen to the podcast. Maybe our friends from uh, Big Red of the Rockies and Estes Park will be there. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But. Uh, We want to thank you guys for listening to the Big Red Rundown. We hope that you are enjoying this as much as we are. Remember, we will not have an episode next Tuesday. Merry Christmas, though. Yeah, Merry Christmas, though, you know? Merry Christmas. We're giving you a week off. Maybe the the basketball team will win a game, and then we can talk about fun things. But we'll see how that plays out. We'll take a break next week. We'll be back the week after that for the new year. Um, And you guys can listen to that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Um, Share it with your friends and family. Give us a good review if you would. Follow us on Twitter at Big Red Rundown and send your comments and questions to bigredrundown at gmail.com. We will see you guys next time.